The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So we've got a lot of trade rumors popping. They're all the rage. It's happening. Next week, when we're having our Super Bowl week, when I'm going to be in Phoenix, Arizona... The trade deadline will come, and it will pass, and people will be moved. I thought I would fill people in before we head on the road to discuss some of these rumors. Number one on the trade rumor block is Bones Highland. I did not see that one coming. Bones Highland of the Denver Nuggets possibly might be on the move. And I said to myself, why? How, Sway? Denver's atop the standings. Bones Highland is a really nice young player. He's only in, what, his second year. He puts up buckets. What is happening? He's a, he's a nice young player that's, that's playing really well, right? Well, if you look at uh, what he's been doing lately, not so much. He's averaging just seven points a game in his last eight games, from down from 17 a game in the previous eight games. So I don't know if this is just a way for the Nuggets to scare him. That's what I'm hearing is maybe they want to get him back into shape. Maybe they don't think his decision-making is commensurate on the timeline of a team that's trying to win a title now. But our favorite old man yells at the clouds, former coach George Carlisle. I don't know why he decided he wanted to speak on this, but he did. He tweeted, Bones' shot selection could kill a potential championship team. I am supportive of the Bones trade by the Nuggets. I am not sure who asked for this insight from George Carl. I do not give a fuck, honestly, about your opinion on the Bones Highland trade rumors. Do you have some sort of reason to chime in on this? Do you have a dog in this fight? You do not. Why are you speaking? And I don't know. I don't know why you had to do him like that. Why do you have to... Make him seem like he's not a player who could help a championship team. He is. Anyway, moving on. The Bucks. The Bucks are going to be some busy beavers, it appears. They're going to move Jordan Nawara, who, let's be honest, isn't getting a lot of playing time for a good reason. And the latest news is they got permission from the Suns 
to speak to Jay Crowder. That's been the rage for pretty much the entire season, even in the off season. Would they get Jay Crowder? Would they get Jay Crowder? Would they get Jay Crowder? That would be the P.J. Tucker type player that they are missing. I think that they are a team that's going to make some moves. Bulls and the Blazers. Blazers getting Jay Crowder would be electric factory. I would love that. We'll trade you Josh Hart and we'll trade you Yusuf Nurkic for Jay Crowder and DeAndre Ayton. How's that? Um, <laughs> I think Jay Crowder is going to get a lot of suitors, so we'll have to see where he goes. But it looks like the Bucks are front runners. The Celtics, even though they're front runners, even though they have the best record, Looks like they are looking to upgrade their roster as well, moving possibly Peyton Pritchard, who also just went on the Point Forward podcast, which is by Evan Turner and Andre Iguodala. And they asked him what his future held, and he said, well, obviously after I'm done here, after this year, I'd like to have, I don't know, be a part of a bigger role a little bit. Note the after this year comment. When a team knows that you are dipset after this year, They're not going to try to lose you for nothing, Peyton Pritchard. How about after uh, the trade deadline? Maybe you'll have a bigger role moving forward because you're not going to be on the Celtics team. Most likely, now that Malcolm Brogdon is there, he is a six-man-of-the-year candidate, and that is squeezing you out. We all know, moving on, that trader Danny, he loves to trade. We know he loves to make moves at the deadline. They are currently the Utah Jazz looking to shop Malik Beasley and Jared Vanderbilt. And get this, my man Trader Danny wants a first-round pick for both of them. Not together, for each. What? So, okay, let's, let me get this straight. So the Rudy Gobert trade, if he ends up, Trader Danny, trading Malik Beasley for a first-round pick and Jared Vanderbilt for a first-round pick, that would net, does some quick math, seven first-round picks for Rudy Gobert. Do you think that's fair? I don't know if I think that's fair. I think that's a fleecing. So you get four first-round picks, and you get Walker Kessler, who was a first-round pick. And then you get Malik Beasley and Jared Vanderbilt. They get to be first-round picks. I mean, that's not even considering some of the other guys that you got in that trade that you could move. And then you move and add in all the picks that could be. How many first-round picks do you think you can get for Laurie Markinen right now? Probably three. So here, we're talking about maybe four. Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell may end up netting, if you were to just turn all the players that you get and all the picks and combine them, maybe 15, 16 first-round picks. That is a haul. That is a haul, bro. Also, the Jazz, I don't know why, are interested in Dorian Finney-Smith. I bet they get a first-round pick to just get Dorian Finney-Smith as well. I don't think you're paying anything for Dorian Finney-Smith. Let's be honest. The Mavericks have apparently, according to Shams, an incredibly high price threshold for teams reaching out about Finney-Smith. That seems like a not true statement to me. But keep your eye on Utah. I don't think they're done making moves. Uh, The most interesting figure next to Jakob Pertl on the market right now in terms of white big men that you didn't know that you needed uh, is Mason Plumlee. Yes, Mason Plumley actually somehow, some way, balling. Averaging 13, 10, and 4 from the field on 67% shooting. I looked at Mason Plumley's game log the other day, and I was shocked 
I was bereft. I could not even, I was a little verklempt. I had no idea my man Mason Plumley was putting up 20 on a random night. 15 rebounds on a random night. Also, there's a lot of people who want Mason Plumley. Kings, Lakers, lots of, probably the Blazers again. The Hornets also currently shopping Kelly Oubre, which I think he's been out for like six weeks with an injury. But someone will want a chucker. And I am sure Kelly Oubre, when he gets to that team, would love to be on a heat check. Uh, Bulls, Bulls currently vacillating between whether they're buyers or sellers, which is pretty much a testament to who they are right now, not having any sort of team identity, not knowing what direction they want to go, kind of in and out with the wins. Uh, but it is, one thing is clear, a lot of teams want Alex Caruso. A lot of teams are coveting him. But it doesn't seem like he's going to go anywhere because the Bulls asking price is right up there with delusion uh, because some people think – in the Bulls organization, that the GOAT is worth multiple first-round picks, which I am telling you for a guy who I think went undrafted from Texas A&M, also not true. Looked into it, reached out to some of these insiders. They told me it was poppycock. They said that first two first-round picks for Alex Crusoe, absolute poppycock. He is so, I guess, to the Chicago Bulls, untouchable given the fact that he has such an astronomical price, and apparently the Bulls believe... He's a core part of their culture. Probably the only guy, let's be honest, that you need on this team to build around. They should build around Alex Crusoe. Why not? Friend of show, uh, Jake Fisher, who I'm going to see hopefully this weekend, reports that the Lakers' resurgence has made them be a buyer more likely than a seller. And one player that they're interested in, which is fascinating to me, is Gary Trent Jr., That would be something. They do need shooters, and he can shoot. He can't play a lot of defense. His deflections are way down. Just ask Nick Nurse, who thinks he's basically someone who they don't even need on the team. Uh, But he would be a nice addition. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Clippers, also, they need another guard. Kawhi, in particular, has gone from being load-managed and not thought about or talked about or heard from, to being very vocal, shockingly, about bringing in a point guard. They are interested in Gary Trent, but more so former teammate of Kawhi, Fred Van Fleet. Which if you can get a Fred Van Fleet and a Kawhi Leonard, both former champions, onto this Clippers roster, uh, and Norm Powell, by the way, uh, that would be something. Chaos, like I said, in Toronto. That would mean a lot of players on the move. Portland? Portland's looking to sell as well. Thank God. Get rid of him. Get rid of him. Now you know who I'm talking about. Get rid of Yusuf Nurkic. He's been god-awful. Please tell me he's on the trade block. Please tell me he's on the trade block. Yes. Josh Hart, Yusuf Nurkic contract is an anchor. He's making so much money. He's a clutch client. Please get rid of him. And it remains to be seen, apparently, according to insiders, whether Yusuf Nurkic is a negative asset. So... That little deal you did, that little extension you did, uh, may not have been a good thing except for 
just having that that salary on your books. A lot of people don't realize this as a quick aside. Sometimes you make bad deals so that you can make the salaries match even if you have to attach a pick. Because if you were to not sign Yusuf Nurkic, that money would basically not be available to you anymore due to the bird rights that you have for him. So there's a lot of math involved, which is why these bad contracts continue to get done. I've got your bird rights. I'll sign it a $25 million deal. Maybe I have to attach a second round or a first round pick to get rid of you. But I get somebody who's actually worth the $25 million uh, in return. So that's an interesting thing. His ability to pass on a good team and shoot. He's been a good three-point shooter. Maybe maybe a team wants to roll the dice. Wolves. Wolves have resurrected their season with Carl Anthony Towns on the bench. And it looks like they are moving on from D'Lo as a result. I tell you what. If this team moves on from D'Lo and Carl Anthony Towns is on the bench and they're winning games, I don't know that Carl Anthony Towns is far behind him. D'Angelo Russell and the Wolves are apparently very far apart in terms of the contract extension. He has unfollowed them from Instagram and all the social media accounts that he was supposed to be following. He's taken, I think at one point, he took Minnesota Timberwolves out of his profile. These things are lame, but these things are things you have to think about when you're looking at the tea leaves. Apparently, Minnesota wants to move him, get some value back. Lakers apparently are interested in having him back. We could just reunite all the Lakers. Let's buy him back. Let's get Thomas Bryant back. Oh, yeah, he's there. Let's get Kyle Kuzma back. Let's get D'Angelo Russell back. All the guys that you had. Maybe even uh, Julius Randle, bring him back. Maybe Brandon Ingram. All these players, so loaded. Maybe you could just get, get them all and reunite them back now that they've been developed without LeBron having to do the dirty work. The Rockets... Let's be honest, they're a hot mess. There are players that seem to be on the move there. Jay Sean Tate, Eric Gordon. We've been saying this for years. Eric Gordon's been on the move there. It's like Miles Turner, John Collins, Eric Gordon. These are the three most talked about players in terms of moving them. The problem is that they are looking for a first-round pick in exchange for Eric Gordon, which is what they did last year and which is what they did the year before that when P.J. Tucker was on the move. So I don't know what's going on. doesn't make any damn sense. Houston's really bad. All the decisions that they make aren't great. So it would not surprise me if Eric Gordon just became, I don't know, a firm member of their bench as well. I don't think Eric Gordon is going anywhere. Weirdly, they are connected as well to John Collins' rumors, which make no sense, which means probably Alper and Shangun wouldn't get any. All of these things that happen with the Rockets, take them with a grain of salt. The 1-9 and nine Pelicans looks like they are desperate for some help. They have made Jackson Hayes available, Najee Marshall available, Devontae Graham available via trade. We know that they need wings. They do not need any more guards. This is not a place that a scorer that cannot play defense is going to flourish. Who can they get? I have no idea, but I know that they need to figure it out because Zion is out and Brandon Ingram is not fully healthy and they're, and they're falling like a rock. Trade deadline right now is next week. It is going to dominate pretty much what we're going to talk about during that time period. Let's try to get some people on. We'll cover all of that. Hopefully give you some more inside tea. Uh, Keep you right there. And, of course, next week everything will come to a close and we'll know who went there. We had uh, Keith Smith on the show, I think, uh, last week. And he said he thinks this is going to be a very, very busy deadline. So, Keep it locked, and we'll have to see. That's all the time that we have for the heat check. Come back 
on Thursday for an all-new episode. We will be breaking down more of the trades. Of course, we'll have some more tea from around the league. Something bananas will probably happen. I'm going to be very busy filling you in on the details on that. Do not forget to follow us, though, on Twitter at at @thisheatcheck and at Trista Crick. And tell all your friends. Find me on Instagram. Instagram's blowing up right now. I don't know what's going on with the algorithm, but they're making it better. So go and follow me there. Uh, And the heat check doesn't sleep. Even on the weekends. We'll see you next time.